0: What is going on fellow streamers welcome back to another edition of streamer season the exclusive streaming platform tv and movie podcast on the underground sports philadelphia podcast network it's kb and dylan coming at you you know you know how tv shows dylan basically on on basic cable they they take a week off and it's like boom here's a an action-packed episode coming at you the following week because there's like a holiday or something that's what we just had we had a week off had a busy week between the both of us, but it's a good thing we waited because now we probably have the most action-packed episode we've had in quite some time without having watched any shows or movies. Although I have gotten some recommendations on things we should watch, which we'll get to later on in the program. Uh, but how Ew. are you, buddy? It's been it's been a while.
1: It's been a while. We had a little break. You know, it was good though. Rest the mentals. Uh, watched some stuff for the show. We have a lot of news today. A lot of awesome news and trailers. um Happy to be back. Happy to spread the gospel of uh, of our nerdiness.
0: Yeah, we got a lot to dive into. But before we get started, make sure you guys follow us on the socials at Streamer SZN Twitter, Instagram. Follow Dylan on Twitter at Dylan mazzola Follow me at KBIZZL three one one. Check out the website undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com com for all of our written content. Christians' Oscars predictions should be going up within the next week or so uh, so you don't want to miss out on that especially if you're you know into the gambling space I know a couple gambling websites allow for uh, you know picking for the Oscars and all that good stuff so you don't want to miss out on Christian being absolutely absurd with his Oscars predictions and then of course subscribe to the podcast feed lead those five star ratings and reviews with your recommendations of shows and movies you want Dylan and I to watch and your thoughts on anything we talk about on any episode five stars only though because we have standards we know you do too and we know they're five stars and of course subscribe to the underground sports philadelphia youtube channel we are 28 subscribers away from the self-imposed 100 subscriber milestone yeah before you guys start getting full video episodes of streamer season underground sports philadelphia outside the box uh get in the hole which we have a big event, which we'll talk about later on in the show, as a part of an ad read. Um, <laughs> the newly rebranded Loaded Box podcast. Oh, yeah. We've got Top Ends, Top Ends TV should be dropping sometime as you guys are listening to this on Friday, or yeah, Friday. I'm got my days all mixed up. Uh, Top Ends TV should be dropping the first installment of that mini series with Top Ends. All that good stuff coming to the YouTube channel. So subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel and big shout out to the sponsors who make this show happen the homies over at tomahawk shades we're coming up on two years of being partner with tomahawk shades dylan's got that light blue hoodie on and i'm quite jealous that it's a perfect fit for today dylan because baseball's back and it's philly's powder blue go get you know spring and summer right around the corner you guys got to stock up baseball season's coming when you're watching your favorite shows and movies you got to throw those blue light glasses on Go to TomahawkShades.com. Use promo code USP for 25% off at checkout with our friends at Tomahawk Shades. Kenwood Beer, Dylan's favorite beverage of choice when he's taking in the Batman. Uh, go to KenwoodBeer.com. <laughs> use the Kenny Tracker to see who's got Kenwood Beer on tap in the Philadelphia area. You got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. And, Dylan, we got a new sponsor since the last time we uh, you know had a show. First time we're advertising them because our promo code is live. You guys can see it on the bottom ticker. Bino Board, official sponsor of Underground Sports Philadelphia, of streamer season. Guys, let me tell you, I got to speak to the owner, Nick, yesterday. Very fitting for you, Dylan, too, because Bino Board, located in Arizona. Um, Dylan's secondary uh, fan, fandom of Arizona sports teams. The
1: Yeah. I talked
0: to Nick. He is one of the coolest dudes out there. Bino Board is going to be the next big tabletop game. They're partnered up with John Boy. You see John Boy and and his crew over at John Boy Media playing on their YouTube channel all the time. Bino Board, I'm telling you guys, I'm so excited about this partnership. You have no idea. It is the next big tabletop game that is going to be in your office spaces, in your man caves, all that good stuff. Go to BinoBoard.com. And when you check out, use our code BINHOUSP. That's B-I-N-H-O USP. You get 10% off your order at BINHOBOARD.com. You can order the boards. You can order accessories for it. You can get custom boards made. Any logo you want, it's custom made. It's sick. We're going to be getting custom boards for Underground Studios. It's, I can't wait. I'm, I'm sick. over the moon about this partnership. Um, so really? go to BINHOBOARD.com. Moon Moon Knight. BinoBoard com and use uh code BINO ten uh, Bino USP. Bino USP B I N H O U S P at BinoBoard.com dot com at checkout and you get ten percent off uh your entire order at BinioBoard dot com. Dylan, we've had some bangy trailers drop yes, over the past couple of days, and we're gonna kick it off in Tatooine. The Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer that has been long awaited. Jokes aside,
1: the trailer looks awesome, obviously. It looks
0: so great. We're all
1: tired of Tatooine, but we realize it has to take place on this planet, or else it wouldn't make
0: sense. And, you know, a lot of people thought this trailer would drop, you know, about a month ago during the Super Bowl.
1: That's what what you were thinking, yeah. And,
0: you know... It, it was very weird. Like we had that commercial during the Super Bowl with Aquafina with like all the goats and stuff, and it was like every other you know Disney property was getting this hyped up marketing from this goat campaign that they had, and it was just like oh I think that's Star Wars, and then they just yeah, kept it pushing. We got the real. Now game. we got everything pop, and we got the first look at at Darth Vader with Hayden Christensen as yeah, Darth sure. Vader. Uh, We we've got. You saw the Inquisitors. Uh, the Inquisitors and I'm just talking trailer alone, guys. If you haven't seen it, it's on our Twitter at Streamer Season. We tweeted it out. When I watched this for the first time, I, I thought I was watching a movie. It looks yes. that well shot. The just the cuts, the the attention to detail, and so much of this this show yeah. makes it look like a movie. It doesn't even feel like it's from like a mandalorian verse you know the oh, mando verse yeah. seems like a totally different thing this felt like i was sitting down and watching an installment of the cinematic universe of star yeah. wars which has me so excited for this show
1: it feels like you were in a regal or an amc or whatever kind of theater and it popped up and it was like advertised as a like a key like a marquee movie right. trailer um that being said, I do, I do, <laughs> can relate to Anakin when I see the sand of Tatooine. It's coarse, and I hate it. That's how I felt when I watched the trailer. So I understand. So Hayden, I got you, bud. <laughs> I mean,
0: so you? here oh. was my thing. I wasn't too mad about it, just because as you continue to watch the trailer, we get other planets, yeah. other another space that is in the Entertainment Weekly like write up. It's supposed to be similar to, like, a Hong Kong, where there is, like, a port-type situation going on. There's water around it. Um, Looks very, like, awesome, like, aesthetically. And we get the Inquisitors, which, from everything I've seen and from my personal just view, and obviously I haven't watched Rebels yet, Mm -hmm. so I don't have that firsthand knowledge of everything from Rebels yet. Which i'll eventually watch it i'm hoping to watch some of it before obi-wan kenobi starts uh in about two and a half months um i think everything in this trailer looked fantastic plus we had little luke skywalker hitting the whip um but <laughs> <Praxen's> <laughs> i think the, yeah which i think is dope i think the grand inquisitor looked fucking cool as hell he
1: looked cool um there's a little mixed controversy on that, but that's to Star Wars fans. Nothing new there. Um, we also see um, Uncle Owen and Aunt Peru uh, not not blasterized by the... Reprising
0: uh, their roles.
1: By the Jawas. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we all know the Stormtroopers. Uh, no, so it's just cool seeing old characters like Kyle just said, you know, coming back and doing their roles. Um, we're obviously going to get new characters. Uh, we're going to get a new planet, like Kyle said. We're also getting Tatooine getting darth Vader again we're getting obi-wan kenobi there's not much more to be said in terms of we're getting
0: that music though in the beginning
1: yeah that was awesome hello
0: mustafar
1: (laughs) yes hello throwbacks hello ptsd and Um, i
0: think that's the cool part about this show too is it is it's kind of giving the flowers that you know people want to bag on the prequels sure whatever I think it's giving, you know, the prequels a little bit of love and, and kind of giving them the appreciation they deserve. Um, because this show is obviously an extension of the prequels from where it's taking place in the timeline. Um, and I'm cool with that. I, I think there's a lot of opportunity for certain characters to pop up in this show that we haven't seen, obviously, in the trailer. And I'm I'm also very glad. That darth we did maul, not please. see yes i that's where i was going uh but i'm also glad we did not see darth vader in this trailer whatsoever i yeah, thought that was just, a good was good call good call by them
1: you just heard his asthma problem that's yeah it. you didn't get this he him, just
0: ran so, the 40 yard dash at the combine
1: yeah you just you just he needed he needed his inhaler that's,
0: the uh good but you bring up darth maul which he's not a sith right now if you watched uh
1: No, he's just a Clone Wars. He's a psychopath, right? He's
0: just crazy, and he's just Maul. He's not Darth Maul. Um, how fucking crazy would it be if they like? I don't know if like he still would have it at this point, but like if we saw like Spider Legs Darth Maul, that would be
1: sick. And I honestly think if they have Darth Maul, what they should do is they should just get the same guy. Yes, who did um, Kenobi? Acting, and if they want to even make it a little challenging for themselves. They could even they could have they could have him do the voice acting and they can have the original guy who did the stunts and Phantom Menace come back and do it. But they probably could just use the voice actor if they give him enough makeup and a little bit of CGI because as we know, this mall fights, but in the Rebel series he doesn't really fight that much. Like, he does fight, but my point is like it could be done. So that'd be really cool. I definitely think they have to use his voice actor because that Kenobi scream is iconic. Um, that
0: will be a soundbite in every Obi Wan Kenobi breakdown episode we do. We're just gonna be like Kenobi. <laughs>
1: Shut up, Kyle.
0: I just want to see Darth Maul again. I feel like he was such an underutilized character.
1: I mean, he literally He's dies. So first, cool. He dies in his first movie. They pulled the they pulled the uh, the trick that I always gripe about in Marvel when they kill villains off, mm-hmm. and they they Star Wars was like, hold my beer. We're going to do it to Dylan at age five. Hold my
0: spotchka. We're going to kill the cool guy with horns. He's so cool. And, like, Clone Wars made me, like, love that dude. It's funny how, like, the animated Star Wars shows make you fall in love with the villains.
1: Make you fall in love with just random Jedis, too. Mm -hmm. You get, like, like backstory and the Jedis actually, like, do something. Don't let me start it
0: on Kit Fisto.
1: Kit Fisto's the man. But That's my point. That's my point. So, you get backstory and you get character building but that i I digress i'm just ultimately overall excited for that trailer or that well the show
0: yeah which comes out may 25th disney plus which we'll be doing episode Ah, by episode breakdowns 110
1: star wars content and marvel content for my first month
0: yeah which we'll get into the marvel stuff in just a bit but one thing i wanted to say for kenobi stood out to me and i've seen mixed thoughts on it the the scene where you see just the legs dangling, do you think that yeah. person's being hanged, or do you think they're being elevated with the force, and that was just a cinematography decision? Because that's what I think.
1: You think they were getting force choked?
0: Yeah, or being just like held and levitated well, I guess by the force. One's
1: kind of the same when you think about it. Like getting force choked is kind of getting like force hanged, and then yeah, <laughs> and then because uh, you know getting hung is to break one's neck, and back
0: to back Star Wars shows where we get somebody hanged. That's true. wild. To think about.
1: Um, I, I I'll, I'll agree with you there. I think maybe it's someone getting forced to... Ch- we haven't seen that in a while in Star Wars. Grogu kind of did it in uh, Mandalorian, but not really. Yeah. We, we haven't seen the legit, you know, like boots off the ground, like Ooh! And, you know. So that'd be interesting to see that Darth Vader do that, especially or an Inquisitor because they're all dark side users.
0: What did you think of? Uh ewan mcgregor's look
1: he's beautiful i don't know what else there's to say he's he's hes basically space jesus
0: do you think we'll see uh, i think there's there's a lot of rumors which we'll we'll dive into a couple of them here but do you think we'll see how like he goes from being (laughs) you mcgregor to old man kenobi (laughs) and like how he aged so much
1: with that freaking sand dude because he's only on there for like nineteen years whatever it is and he looks like he's well the Alec you know the guy original actor he yeah. plays it we want is Sir Alec
0: Guinness is old so
1: I'm sure they're gonna honestly I wouldn't be surprised if they like described Tatooine how, you know how shitty it is like they're like oh yeah like the the humidity and the sand and My the, sand, my dude it uh actually just you know increases the aging process here. Yeah get weathered easily.
0: Oh I like um, that I like that play on words there well done got you
1: um that's really it for the star wars for me i'm just very excited and i mean have theories i'll gladly discuss them yeah so
0: cameo appearances there's been three that have been heavily like you know conspiratorially discussed Maul. yeah i agree with that young leia because we saw young luke obviously Mm. which i'd be open to because then that brings back the ageless wonder jimmy smiths uh, which would be awesome, that's really um, awesome. as Bell- or as uh, Organa, um, and then Force goes Qui Gon. Two out of three.
1: I don't think we're gonna get Leia just because she's busy being a princess. Quite literally, that's you know her upbringing, and I think if you get her. It's only going to be, like, her point of view of, like, what's going on. It won't be her anywhere close to Tatooine because the idea is not to have them close because that would probably create, like, a force link or a connection, and then that would lure.
0: The reason people brought up young Leia is because people think, and I, I think the same thing, like, she has to have known about Obi-Wan Kenobi at some point because, oh, she obviously, A New Hope, a like... Yeah, but previously it's like, okay, how did she know who Obi Wan Kenobi was? Well, she probably and kind learned of filling that. in that gray area.
1: She learned that from the Ageless Wonder because he knew where he was. Since he's the last person to see Obi Wan, it's it's basically him and Yoda when they're on the ship in Episode Three. They're chilling and they go back to save, well, not save to watch, Padme <laughs> <Batman> die. <laughs>
0: I think, we, I, think, I think it could be, like, a mini cameo. Not, like, a massive no, thing. No, I got you. Because like, I, mean, I, I don't even know how many episodes, if they've even released the episode count yet.
1: I have no
0: idea. Let me check that. Um, I'm gonna guess it's, like... <laughs> Top bins, top tier commentary. Top drawer, upper 90. You already down. know. <laughs> you already know. It. I think that's we, how it we
1: always went goes. Like Forty-five previews, like, minutes, and we're at like Chelsea. <laughs> <and others. laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, I'm Dominic Ponteri. I am Matt And we are here to talk about Champions League soccer today.
1: Hey, it's Top Ben's time. What's up? We're back.
0: Yeah, nothing yet. That's kind of strange. So I feel like we'll get that in maybe April. I feel like in with Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett we knew how many episodes it was going to be a long time before the show was going to come out. Granted, this is the most Star Wars like back-to-backness we've gotten in the live action space yeah. ever. Um, but I would assume it's going to be in like that 7 to 9 range, kind of how like Book of Boba Fett and Mandalorian were. That would be my guess. I don't think you can fit everything that's going to be in this show in six episodes like a Marvel show. So Hold that's it. that's my guess. Um, we'll find out. <laughs> how would you rank how you'd want to see those three rumored cameos?
1: Maul, Force Ghost, Leia.
0: Yeah, that's where I'm at. I think, too. Mostly just because... Fucking love Darth Maul.
1: Darth Maul, Force Ghost is always cool. It's cool to kind of torture the main character a little bit. It adds for like a depressing like undertone. Leia, I wouldn't be mad seeing her, but it's just kind of on my like Luke Skywalker feelings. Like, let the dead rest. Like, quite literally, and um, like like R.I.P. Carrie Fisher, but like also her character. You know what I mean? It's well, like, it would
0: be it would be like kid Leia. Like, I
1: know, but kid like my Luke. point is, it's just like it's the same thing. My Tatooine take, and that's it's just how it is. We. we've it's a vast universe. Granted this is this is this is tying into the main saga, so I understand. But like let's explore other avenues. Like let's see what Obi-Wan does in this Hong Kong planet. Let's let's see him get chased down like a cop movie by inquisitors.
0: My right? my see- take on it is why I would be cool seeing it is because one I feel like this is the only show you'd be able to kind of fill in that gray area moving True, forward, I guess. And two um I'm just greedy and I love Jimmy Smits and I would love to see him show up in this.
1: I don't again. disagree with that, but I literally just think how we see it is him just telling her, Oh yeah. Like, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi is a Jedi and he lives in the desert as a hermit. <laughs> <laughs> Cause he doesn't tell, he doesn't tell her she has a sibling. They find that right. out after they fucking kiss, you know? So <laughs> like, yeah,
0: yikes. But that's my main take is that this would probably be the only show in the upcoming lineup that, would allow like that, that mini piece of gray area that's there to be smoothed over, and then we jettison into the rest well, of what we have upcoming.
1: That's true. And the good thing about gray, I guess he's more of a white, is he, uh, there's also another character coming <laughs> coming to light soon. I was so <laughs>
0: hyped when we got this today. I was so <laughs> hyped. This Moon Knight featurette, man. Uh, you guys don't understand. How excited I am for this! Like you think Dylan and I are excited for Obi Wan, like I think I'm speaking for you, Dylan. But you and I are both like stupid excited for Moon Knight because we both love Oscar Isaac.
1: Yeah, Oscar Isaac is a phenomenal actor, and to have him and Ethan Hawke, who's Mm -hmm. not a bad actor either, to have them both now in the MCU uh, is awesome. And I I like these shows that seem to be off the beaten path. I, I will be honest; it does get a little. Not, not not tiring, but it's just repetitive when we see, like, the, I don't want to call you out Captain America, but, like, the Captain America S5s, like, good guy beat bad guy. Like, I want mm-hmm. the wacky shows. This is going to be a show about a man who literally thinks he's four people. Like, that's fucking bonkers, and I love it. I'm here for it. Like, that's why I like Loki. It was, like, a crazy, like, you know, messing up time and reality in itself. That's why WandaVision was cool. It was literally a woman dealing with her emotional trauma. Like I like that kind of thing. That's different. That's why I'm interested about Moon Knight. Like no offense to um, the Hawkeye series, but that was relatively tame because it really was just a good guy trying the to fight level that way. stuff. Yeah, and well it was a good different view. But I want the crazy shit, and that's Moon Knight. And that was the other two I named. That's why I'm excited.
0: Yeah, I uh, just from our days back at Rowan and going to the comic book store. Shout out, no free shout outs, but shout out, and our guy Tim Irwin who I totally want to get on for at least one episode of our Moon Knight Breakdowns. He's the biggest Moon Knight fan we both know, and he put me on to Moon Knight and, like, falling in love with the character. And I, I think the cool part about this show, too, is so many people, when you scroll on Twitter, are just so genuinely excited about this show.
1: Well, it's because they nailed the casting. They got an actor who is incredibly popular based upon he it was in star wars he's in a bunch of other like feature films he has some singing songwriting to his name um he's easy on the eyes as well like he, literally, former mutant yeah he's x-men like he's been in other franchises and he's been in other good like much better stanley movies because both the franchises he's in those movies kind of suck uh that's a conversation for another day uh but no he's a great actor all around and Excuse me, it's just exciting. And like I said, Ethan Hawke's no slouch either. He's been in several decent or some would say good films. Like I love Training Day. It's like my one of, one of my favorite films. Um so it's cool to see them in the same property. And it's just also cool to see like some different representation. Like mm-hmm. this is going with a different culture, like this is falling like an Egyptian style of the show. And he's love. literally he's also literally he's not even in not even in America the entire show. He's in another country. Yeah. So it's you know, like we're seeing different perspectives,
0: and I like that. The, the big takeaways I got from the at were, one, we saw purple cloud chaos, which always leads to, hey, guys, here's a big villain in the MCU, which, to me, if you do any Moon Knight research, if you do any Egypt in the MCU research, it's a Kang the Conqueror variant that is Egyptian. Um, so I think we could see a potential Jonathan Majors cameo in Moon Knight. As a new Kang variant, um, which would be very very cool. The other thing I took away was we got more angles and more views of Konshu, which is very awesome and looks fucking horrifying. He's um, not he's not it's not an easy on the eyes
1: kind of guy, man. No, it's terrifying, super, pretty terrifying. It's a it's a little the Egyptian god.
0: And then uh, the the other takeaways I had were the the posters we got today. With the many phases of Moon Knight,
1: my favorite poster is still the one you sent me, where it's him and like it's the all white, suit. like he has the uh, ski mask on. Yeah,
0: Mister Knight. Yeah, that's as he is the comic. I love that version of Moon Knight. He's so awesome. Um, which it looks like they're really only adapting from that featurette too that we watched before we started recording. They're only really taking on two of the personas of Moon Knight, which I'm cool with from a stance that it'll be easier for like your casual fan to follow along well, with. I guess
1: when the when the tactical be 3 if you include moon knight itself. Yeah. Okay, Cuz yeah. in the
0: in the comics there's three human entities and then moon knight. Then moon knight. Um I also like the fact that Oscar Isaac said that they're taking the mental health aspect of all of this like very seriously.
1: Yeah, his characters and I don't mean this in a bad way, but his character is cr- crazy, and in, in, in the comic books, and that's not a lie. He is crazy. I mean, yeah, dissociative
0: personality so. disorder, like yeah, it's, it's a it big deal.
1: Happen because you know he can kind of like die and come back to life.
0: Allegedly. The the beginning, the way the suit mummifies over him, it just looks so cool.
1: Do you think because of this featurette, the only thing I wanted to touch on? Because we kind of, it kind of the featurette. You can agree, it kind of showed us a lot of what we already saw. But just yeah, heard, like, we got a couple new scenes in there. A couple but... new scenes, and we just heard Ethan, talk, Ethan Hawke, and uh, Oscar, Oscar Isaac, and Kevin about, Feige talk about the role, which is cool. Uh, but my only thing I wanted to bring up, and anyone listening, feel free to comment, chime in, DM, whatever. Do you think we're gonna get the Moon Knight that has powers with the moon, like that, mm-hmm. like like it's amplified? Or do you think we're just getting like a dude in a suit? like, Captain America, like, you know, Captain America as power, like, you know what I mean, like, more street level, or do you think we're getting, like, Supernatural? I think like,
0: it's kind of going to be a hybrid almost, where I hope like it's the, the powerful movie. Sh- I think we're getting that because Konshu is in this show, and that's yes. where his powers come from in the comics, it's, you know, he gets the power of the moon, um, but I think in a, and, like, the showrunner for Moon Knight came out and said that, like, there's hopes and plans for moon knight to join an avengers lineup because i just
1: yeah that's exactly it's I, I cool said that. It's awesome but that indicates to me that he's powerful because no offense why would you want if he doesn't have powers why would you want a dude and like a <laughs> crazy guy in a costume that just punches people you know what i mean like i also the powers right i
0: heard eric voss from uh new rock stars bring this up too it's like would it really be an Avengers lineup? Because to be an Avenger, like you need something to avenge. And that's where I think you and I both come in and think that the way Marvel's going with a lot of their properties right now, like he's going to join some sort of Midnight Suns team up that could be like perceived and will probably be marketed as Avengers, but it'll be like a Doctor Strange, a Wong, uh Blade, it'll be Kit Harrington's character from Eternals as uh was it Black Knight? Yeah. Um Moon Knight. You could potentially see like a Moon Knight Daredevil like tag team. Like there there's a lot that like Moon Knight has the capabilities to kind of like weave his way into and I think that's what also makes the character so cool and what makes this show such a pivotal piece of like the the Marvel puzzle is that you could see Moon Knight slide into like an Avengers lineup. You could see him slide into the Midnight Suns. You could see him slide in to, you know, some sort of team-up event with with a Daredevil or something like that where it is street level, but he's got the heightened senses at night, which is typically when Daredevil's out doing his thing. I I think Moon Knight is going to be one of the most versatile characters we get in the MCU in quite some time, probably since Thor.
1: Yeah, it's a uh, very very exciting um i'm just once again another another product that i'm very excited for and i will patiently await we're 20
0: <laughs> days away from yeah. moon knight what do you think what are what are your expectations and hopes for ethan hawk's character because um, the the original trailer we got for moon knight uh the the like audio description when you put the captions on named i forget the name but the the name they give him is a guy in the comics who had a one-off in the the comics, so I think it might just be a potentially, like, remorphed character for the MCU, possibly, but what are your expectations for Ethan? It's such a big name with Ethan Hawk too. That I'm
1: expecting him to be also crazy, because he's appearing to be some kind of cultist, like, Satanist leader, um, which, you know, you kind of have to be a little <laughs> a little on the whoopty side to do that. Um, He's a good actor. I'd expect this character to be... Kind of like one dimensional in terms of like mindset or goal, like he's going to have something. I don't think he'll have a character development or arc in terms of like he'll turn good or like have a higher sense. I feel like whatever he's aiming for, that will be his goal the entire show. I feel like he's going to lie to Oscar Isaac's character or at least, you know, do typical cult shit and try to like get him in there based upon other things. You know, like, hey, you're crazy. I'm crazy too. Let's be friends. And then. Maybe one of his Oscars personalities realizes, like, bro, this guy is using you as a pawn for his self-agenda. And then, boom, he gets uh, his own villains. Maybe he does something, to go on your Avengers point, maybe he does something, like kills the wrong people as Moon Knight. And that causes him to want to seek vengeance, avenge, because he wrongfully is employed, essentially because you know and poor guy's batshit crazy i mean what can he do (laughs) tell him to go (laughs) kill somebody he might do it um i
0: i this also just popped into my mind too which we'll get into the the big news that is massive i think for the mcu i could see moon knight potentially being part of a new look defenders lineup too
1: yeah we can do that show next if you want to talk about it, because it falls into the MCU. But yeah, no, that, that, that that's a good take. I like that. That'll be interesting. All
0: right, because the way... So yeah, we'll get into that now, and we'll talk about it with Moon Knight. Segway! Uh, the Netflix Marvel entities, the properties, they're heading to Disney Plus in the US. The last time we talked, guys, also, we, uh, we brought you that Daredevil. news. Kyle. I did finish Daredevil. <laughs> which we're, I'm going to do my Daredevil ranking, my rating for the, the official scale Official rankings list here, which uh, Christian was telling me we got to make an account for the podcast for this website that like lets you kind of do the same thing. But for like movies and shows and it's on a website and people can view it. I'll yeah, find okay. it. We'll make it and it'll be cool. Um, last time we recorded, we reported the news hashtag bars uh, that the Netflix Marvel shows were heading to Disney Plus in Canada. We didn't know what was going to happen in the U.S., but Disney Plus, job well done. Updating your parental controls, and all of the Netflix properties are now heading to Disney Plus by next week.
1: Didn't I say this earlier? March 16th. I don't know what we're talking about. It was talking about, obviously, Disney, but I said I feel like they're going rated R. Like I feel like they're testing that waters and this kind of confirms it or at least darker
0: PG-13 films. And then maybe rated R. in the whole podcast hosted by Steve McAvoy and John Mavalia. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at get in the whole pod and be on the lookout for a ton of great content, keeping you up to date on the world of golf releasing weekly a part of the Underground Sports Philadelphia Family of Podcasts, wherever you listen to your favorite shows. We are in the golden age because now I'll still be able to watch all these shows. I'm like, damn, I binged Daredevil before it left Netflix, but I feel good about watching that one while it was still on Netflix. Um, But Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage... Punisher, Iron Fist, The Defenders, and Agents of Shield, are all heading to Disney Plus. Now there is a big conspiracy theory rolling around the the. I
1: don't think it's I MCU think it's the, space. I think it. I think it has some weight to it. I think. I think they'll agree when you say this.
0: Well, I think they kind of tried to fix it this past week when they put out the oh one week until and they put the logos for those shows in there. Uh, But the initial announcement for all of the Netflix Marvel shows heading to Disney Plus included all of the shows, including Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which I find very interesting, Dylan, um, which I'll get into my theory about that as well. They include Daredevil, Punisher, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. clips in the video to announce that these properties are coming to Disney Plus. Because they're trying to get us
1: to forget the shit that is Iron Fist and the Defenders.
0: Yeah. So they left out Iron Fist. They left out the Defenders, which I read up on the Defenders just as like a, a comic property. It's an it's an ever-changing team. Like, it could be anybody in yeah, the like street levels of New York.
1: It's kind of like the title James Bond or 007.
0: You know what I mean? Right. It's,
1: it's, it's, it
0: changes. it's basically just, you know, defending the streets of New York, doing the damn thing. Uh, bing bong and it's an ever-changing group now why i think it could be interesting if you introduce like you know moon knight we, we got defender strange who i think that's the way they're going with the defenders and that's why i think they want everybody to forget about uh you know this saga of the defenders is because multiverse of madness is introducing defender strange um and looks like defender wong as well which could end up being midnight suns characters um but I think it's very interesting those that they included, and the fact that they included Agents of Shield and showed clips of Coulson is massive. Especially after they they the goat, bro. You mean they just put all of the uh, Marvel one shots, which I think we talked about the last episode we did. All the Marvel one shots now available on Disney Plus. Yes, you did mention this last week. Two of them involve Coulson, and the ongoing theory. Which have you watched Agents of Shield?
1: Bits and pieces, not, okay. not, not everything. I haven't
0: watched like any of it. Um, but now, since we got the watch returning to Clint Barton's wife at the end of Hawkeye, and we have Secret Invasion coming up, then all these one-shots go on to Disney+. Now Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to be on Disney+. Plus. A lot of people are thinking they are going to not retcon, but like, say that colson all along was a scroll
1: they're just gonna use dr strange's forget spell spider-man and make us forget the shitty shows and they're also gonna do what kyle just said bada bing bada boom
0: i think he's gonna be a scroll um which would be really cool i think that happens in the comics but i think it's very interesting that they're trying to bring everybody's attention back to colson and be like hey he's still around he showed up in what if again you know like there there's 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 a reason behind all of this, and I think Coulson's going to be reintroduced into the MCU, and everybody's going to go absolutely insane. And maybe
1: for they want to. I mean, I'll let you say the one, but maybe they also they're bringing certain shows because they want to make new seasons for the shows. That's yes. why they only did the show. I mean, I think maybe they do more Agents of Shield, and Kyle can talk about that. Would
0: be interesting.
1: Uh, Kyle talked about uh, the, the show we just talked about, the one that Kyle just finished. Is it's. Pretty much, Kyle, you can say it. it's pretty much been confirmed.
0: But it, yeah, it's been all been all but confirmed that we're getting Daredevil season four. Charlie Cox did an interview this week or or a couple weeks ago. Um, I forget with who, so I apologize. Where he basically said like, you know, the door is open to a number of possibilities, but he hopes that if you know it continues, they don't pick up where season three left off, and they give that quote unquote years, which I interpreted as. Gears in the MCU uh, to kind of breathe and you introduce a new story because the possibilities with it being the MCU are endless. And I think there's a reason why that is important, and I'm a fan of that. Um, So spoiler alert for everybody if you have not watched Daredevil.
1: Three,
0: two, one. Okay, you've been warned. The ending of Season 3 where... Bullseye is on the the surgical table. I did some research. The one doctor in the comics is a guy who kind of, you know, takes over the the criminal escapades while Kingpin is away in jail. That's number one. Number two, Bullseye is getting his whole spine reconstructed with an unknown metal in Daredevil. That's him uh in the comics he gets adamantium put into his back adamantium uh, wolverine uh, x-men are coming um i think there's potential that there's some sort of like x-men introduction into new york almost once they come through i'm not saying like the the main core of the x-men but there's there could be something there um, and the fact that he's getting adamantium put into his back is huge and bullseye is a notorious daredevil villain so he yeah. will be back and i mean daredevil season four there's so many possibilities especially like now that we've seen daredevil show up or you know matt murdoch show up in spider-man no way home we you and i both think i'm pretty sure she hulk is going to be the next spot that he shows up in um Seems like it. There, There's just so many possibilities with Daredevil now that it can go in a ton of different directions. And let me tell you, the moment Daredevil Season 4 gets announced, I'm going to be doing backflips off of the Empire State Building.
1: Yeah. Uh, side note, uh, I was doing research on so I was talking about. Uh, Ice Cube Suns and six episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi really by the way it's six episodes i just looked oh that's yes. a bummer gregor's in there for six episodes
0: make them an hour make them oh, an hour
1: uh, mr superstar from internals is also in there yeah
0: kumail Nagiani. i did know that
1: should... um... Um... also all oh, two fucking the dude from fast and furious tokyo drifts in there
0: <laughs> yeah the, the cast is low i remember when they first announced the cast it was like boncos, um, Sick. but yeah, I finished Daredevil. I was very happy I finished it in the nick of time. Hell um, yeah,
1: we stand, <laughs> Kyle, for it, folks. So I didn't
0: have to wait, you know, three weeks for it to come out on Disney Plus. But now I'll have an opportunity to watch the rest of the the Netflix properties, and from everything that I've just resourced and and talked to people about too, seems like there's potential. To you know, fix some things that happened in season two of Luke Cage, and really like make the character better.
1: There is, and I'm all for that. Um, I'm all for that. I'm just excited. I'm just. We have. There's so much stuff coming out that I'm genuinely intrigued by. I mean, we haven't even talked about the two other trailers, and th- those are two shows that I've also watched. Well. The boys, I do need to watch season two. I'm slacking on that. <laughs> I gotta watch
0: that whole show. Okay, Kyle's
1: so um, slacking more than I'm slacking. Uh, Ted Lasso, I am up to date on that. Uh, I, guess I have to I, watch that too. I guess the cats out of the bag. Uh,
0: <laughs> but yeah, Netflix Marvel heading to Disney Plus starting March 16th. So in a week, you'll have all of all of the shows coming over from Netflix. Very exciting. I'm intrigued to see if there's any sort of censorship whatsoever. But with the new parental controls i think you'll be able to watch them just the way they were on netflix um should we give the people our official daredevil rankings dylan
1: uh i think i think you should uh unless you want me to talk about the two the two shows real quick because i I just mentioned them by accident or we can do it right after uh
0: i can pull it up right here so did you want to give yours as well or is this just
1: sure yeah go for it yeah um you can do yours because you've watched it more recently, and I want yours to be not affected by mine so you know I'll mean? say
0: this for the peeps too. this is for the entire series a whole as a whole, all, th- all, as three as a seasons, whole all three seasons encapsulated into one, not just season one two, three um, maybe down the line when Dylan and I do a rewatch for whenever we know you know Ooh, Matt Murdoch is going to be appearing in a show or movie we'll do that uh, but as a whole, Daredevil as a series. I mean, easily, easily, favorite slash best Marvel show, hands down. Um, I think it's a different type of scale when you're thinking about what my score is gonna be compared to a year ago when I gave Wandavision a nine yeah. six, um, because Wandavision was a mini series. It was it was a one time thing where Daredevil. Three seasons, three seasons, 39 episodes, like so, tons of plot. It's, it's so, so good. good. Um, season two was my favorite, hands down. Um, uh, but season three makes your brain like go crazy because I don't know if you thought about it the same way when you watched it. I was like, this shit's probably happening in our real world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like blown away. Um, and like, so like. I wanted to be like, oh, Bullseye! Such he's such a shitty villain. He's terrible. Just get. I hated that motherfucker so much that I wanted to just rip his head off. And the fact that his name was Dex,
1: which means the actor is doing the job. Oh,
0: uh, he drove me up a fucking wall. Um, who do you think? Before I give my score, how would you rank the villains of seasons one, two, three? If we had to go, you know, Kingpin punisher and uh bullseye
1: well first of all punisher in my eyes not not a villain she's a misguided man fair <laughs> um i i know i'm taking taking the cop out but genuinely i mean if you look at people he kills i wouldn't I, it's dark but you know i mean yes. that's that's a great question uh or think, you
0: could you could even say for antagonist season two is the hand
1: yeah, I would say my favorite or the best villain is still Mr. Fisk, uh, yeah. Long Live the Kingpin. I think after that, the hand's pretty cool. Um, Bullseye, I don't dislike at all. I just, the, the character, the actual character of Bullseye to me is just kind of like, meh. Cause like, there needs to be
0: more added to him.
1: Um, It's just kind of like, it kind of bothers me because I think back to like the Ben Affleck Daredevil. And like Colin Farrell's there, that like uh, Bullseye is like throwing like paper clips as like weapons, and like that's something that Bullseye can probably do in the comics, and that mm-hmm. just kind of triggers me, like because like
0: at least this, <laughs> this time he used a baseball. This
1: man can just grab this fucking this this pencil thing right off here the wall and thing it, and it would kill Kyle miles through the screen. The road. So it's like that's just kind of broken to me, and there's already so many characters that are like expert marksmen. And yeah. basically, bullseye is that, but on crack with and he's any just a poser, random, any random projectile, or no, not, not, I'm sorry, any random object that's mm-hmm. like stick-like. He just throws. it. Ah, uh, see what you did there. Yeah, um, I know that's a little like tangy, but I think that's kind of a fair comp. Yeah, to like he's just kind of a, he's kind of like a weird villain, like you know what I mean? Totally. Where Kingpin and the I think like, I think
0: Bullseye's villain arc will be better interpreted whenever they revive him in the mcu
1: yes especially when they give him a freaking metal back back um not a bad villain i just think he's third on the list i think it yeah be those two in front of him and if you count punisher as a villain then punisher will be one
0: you and count electra it's... as a villain
1: yeah she's like the anti-gray here she's, she's kind of in like...
0: the same space as the you punisher. Think
1: about it we'll get to this later in a little bit it's not next segment pretty much but uh Daredevil is basically Batman. Batman, mm-hmm. is Daredevil, Elektra's Catwoman. Catwoman's yeah. Electra.
0: Which, apparently, I have to watch the Defenders to see what the fuck happened to her.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I. To be honest, how forgettable that show is and her character, as rude as that sounds, I even forgot she was in Daredevil.
0: I loved I her know. character. I
1: don't dislike her either. I just completely forgot because she was, was awesome. Together.
0: Like the whole arc in season two, where it's like going back and forth between you know trial frank castle and then it's like daredevil and electra out here fighting crime in the yeah. streets i just uh, her character was it. fucking cool i just
1: completely forgot um so did you give it an actual rating yet though i have not you're still you're pondering it and you're playing i'm like
0: off. going in between
1: just say it dude uh you gotta rip it rip the bandit off rip the bandit off kyle Give the people what they want. Give us the rating. You were late to the party, but rightfully so. You're busy, and now you—you you finally got to the party. and We want to know. We want to know what uh, what you rated. It. It's a nine it's five. A... All right, and I and would that's
0: call... for that's for three seasons in one for everybody at home. Um, so yes, Wandavision has a higher score, but that's because it was one season, and there were some things in Daredevil that I was like, eh. I wish they would have explained a little bit more here and there but yeah. overall shows fucking awesome and it's on like the same level as peacemaker like yeah it's in that threshold and of like super I will show.
1: give my rating and then we can combine it for easy math. So I'm giving it a 9 out of 10 which is still awesome for me i I'm, I'm trying to be like the more like the good cop bad cop a little more a little more cynical greater um but no together it's 9.25 as, which as rounds
0: home. up to a nine tree for all the math nerds at and home.
1: That's a pretty good score for Kyle and Bill. For
0: 9 3 out of 10 for a show that came out in 2015
1: that technically wasn't. Is even... only
0: 0.2 behind Peacemaker.
1: Yeah. And that technically wasn't even like MCU canon until like recently. So that's pretty cool.
0: Pretty cool shit. Yeah. Um, I was a big fan of Daredevil. I think it, it ruled. I think people need to put some respect on season two's name. Um, because that was unbelievable. Speaking
1: cinema. of respect, something uh Anthony Starr, the lead actor from The Boys, does not have. Boom! <laughs> Let's get into
0: our streaming platform multiverse news and notes. And Dylan, it's gonna be brought to you by our pals over at Pickup. You guys can go to playpickup.com, start playing the hottest headlines and sports that they're over there. Hopefully, pretty soon. Uh, we'll be able to do some pop culture stuff with them as well. Yeah. But you guys can go to playpickup.com. Start playing those those headlines. They had a fantastic one tonight for the Sixers-Nets game. Will the Sixers play a tribute video for Ben Simmons? Uh, oh, a yeah. whole bunch of great stuff over at Pickup. You earn points on your profile. Cash them in for prizes on their marketplace. Playpickup.com is the place to be. Streaming platform oh, yeah. news and notes, Dylan. Uh, we got a lot to dive into. Uh yeah. first things first, the order of the Peaky Blinders season 6 drops on Netflix June cool. 10th. I have not watched the it's Peaky the final Blinders. Season. Yeah, and, and then they're doing like a movie.
1: Out, it's already came out in England, I believe.
0: Yeah, it's on the the BBC network in England. Um this is the final like television season I'll and then they're doing watch. a I think they're doing one or two movies. Uh, yeah. That are going to come out like theatrical releases to wrap up the entire thing. Can't talk um, too much on that for Kyle
1: and I because we. Yeah, I've, I've
0: just seen clips and it looks, it looks awesome. Um, It'll probably be something I end up watching. Agreed. Maybe this summer. Um, uh, but The yeah. Order of the Peaky Blinders, season six, June 10th on Netflix, on sure. the Tellies.
1: And other news I was trying to. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited though. Uh, We're getting Boys season three, but it might come. Eddie Kloss, because the lead act, one of the lead, well, yeah, I would say lead actor, besides Huey. Um, the guy who plays Homelander, I think his name is Anthony Starr, was arrested for assaulting a chef. Apparently, he punched and broke a bottle over his head. And verbatim said something along the lines of, do you fucking know who I am? I'll kill you. So, I, I begged the question. Is this a tragedy or is this great PR for a guy who's a douchebag in the show?
0: <laughs> He's only a mix playing. mix of parents. both. I think season three already wrapped filming, so like it's good to go. Yeah. Um,
1: go watch it from his jail cell.
0: Yeah. The animated uh, show for the boys is jealous. out now. Yes. Um, I have to watch all of the boys. I started it two years ago maybe a year ago maybe and i it it just like escaped me and i i never got a chance to like full-blown sit down and watch all of it
1: happened to me i binged well i binged season one right before season two came out put on the season two watched half an episode fell asleep and i just haven't touched it
0: yeah um ted lasso Ted Lasso Season 3 has begun production. That's
1: something I'm very intrigued by. Kyle needs to get on the train,
0: and he will. I do. We'll and him, the, the squad, AFC Richmond, has a new kit sponsor. Nike announced the production announcement for Ted Lasso Season 3. Uh, so that will be coming probably by the end of this year, probably early 2023. Uh, Dylan, I don't know if you saw this news. I know you're very excited about the Christopher Nolan Oppenheimer movie. Yes, you see the new member of the cast. No one Josh Peck has been cast is... in Christopher cool. Nolan's Oppenheimer, he will play Kenneth Bainbridge, a scientist who was involved in the Manhattan Project.
1: Christopher Nolan just loves Cillian Murphy. I'm confirmed. <laughs>
0: He's in like all his movies. Uh, the disappointing thing with the DCEU is that just when we thought they were on track, they had to shuffle their release dates, uh, so movie-wise, unfortunately, a lot of things being shaken up uh, from where they were supposed to be. So now, Dylan, we have uh, the Black Adam movie starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson will release October twenty-first of this year, followed by Aquaman two now releasing March seventeenth, twenty twenty-three. The Flash, starring Michael Keaton, Batman, will now release June 23rd, 2023, which I think that movie was supposed to come out this summer, now delayed a year. Uh, Shazam 2 moves up its release date to December 16th, 2022. And just unfortunately, DC released that trailer for all of their 2022 projects during the Super Bowl just like three weeks ago. And now it is out of date. (laughs) We all know the traditional Big Four sports and we have our favorite teams and enjoy them each and every week during their seasons. But what if I told you the fastest growing sport on two feet doesn't involve football, baseball, basketball, or hockey? Come join me, Dom Ponteri, and Harrison Kremens as we break down the sport of the future each and every week on the Outside the Box podcast. Talking all things pro and college lacrosse, right here on the Underground Sports Philadelphia podcast network.
1: Wow! Oh, speaking of DC, um, so the Batman there was going to be spinoff shows, and yes, they put, they put the Gotham Police one on hold. That's on ice. But they have confirmed the Penguin show is going to be a thing. And now they're changing the police one to a series about Arkham Asylum. Color me intrigued. Sick, because you can literally get big name actors to play a psychopath for an episode and then dip because they're locked up in jail. You don't have to see them every episode. Or you could have them escape or how they get to jail. So we could see. The likes of Poison Ivy, Mister Freeze, etc., etc., and Matt Reeves openly stated in his Batman universe he wants to do justice and due diligence and incorporate every main Batman mainstay villain, and that means there are many left to incorporate. And I'm all for that. And the show could help him bridge that gap so he doesn't do what Spider-Man 3 did and jam a bunch of shit into one movie and you're left confused. <laughs> so, like. Yeah you know I mean, so that's yeah. that's two new shows for streaming services, a.k.a. H B O Max. Um also I read there's a new Batman cartoon coming out. I'm not sure much about it.
0: Oh, I did see something about that.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be like the animated one, but not really. Yeah. I'm not I don't think they're doing Kevin Conroy, but I don't know.
0: Uh we got a new video game franchise show in the works at Amazon. Which one? God of War. Oh. It's interesting potentially coming to amazon for a series there um we also oh i know who is playing batman voice wise for that show we talked about last last episode uh the dc league of super pets
1: keanu reeves,
0: keanu reeves is playing the batman. trailer for
1: that when you, when you when you go see the new batman kyle which i have kyle hasn't he's going to um they show a the trailer for that it's it's literally him and kevin hart is the voice of the dog
0: that's amazing
1: um And then Dwayne, Dwayne, the rock, is the voice
0: of Superman's dog. Oh, that's great. That's great. Um, We have some alleged in-talks casting rumors for Dune 2. My sand, my Dune. Uh, Need to watch that still. (laughs) Our gal, Florence Pugh, is in talks to play. Princess Irulan in Dune Part 2. Uh, And then we also have another casting alleged for dune part two and that is where to go on my notes
1: kyle is searching uh i will also i'll bring this up so you're ready to hear the awesomeness and in, in, in mere seconds or minutes i don't know how long kyle yeah. and i are going to give you ranks of batmans
0: yes we are uh it is austin butler Um, and for the people at home who don't know who Austin Butler
1: is. Yeah, that name's not ringing in my bell, but I'm sure I probably know who he is. I just, you know, at the moment. He was in
0: a bunch of our childhood, like sitcoms and shows, but most notably, a lot of people will remember him, uh, as the love interest on Hannah Montana, the blonde kid.
1: Oh, (laughs) that's yeah, I know that is Okay.
0: Yeah. So Austin Butler rumored to be in dune 2 as well um i mean bring it he is in talks to play fade ralpha in dune part 2 um and then we also had drum roll please where did this go? I cannot
1: wait. I Kyle and I, for the record, when we do our Batman thing in a second, we did not rehearse it, it's like live, so I don't know what he's gonna say, and vice versa. So yeah. it's gonna oh, be
0: duh, I'm the stupid. The uh the Shang-Chi concept art well, yeah, yeah. Andrew Kim, uh depicted in the giant, you know, hell in a cell cage match, uh, Deadpool fighting Proxima Midnight, uh, in the Shang-Chi concept art, which you and I, Dylan, have talked about a ton after we saw Shang-Chi. When the Ten Rings return, we think there's going to be a Kung Fu Tournament series yes, on Disney+. Plus. That would be fucking awesome if Deadpool was in that.
1: <laughs> that would be sick. I think Deadpool, personally, I said it before in the pod a while ago, uh, I think he's going to be the new Stan Lee-esque cameo. I think that just makes sense. Either him or Kang, those two are the mm-hmm. most likely to be like the cameos. And, yeah, I think
0: uh, we said those two, and I think we said Loki.
1: Yeah, one of those three would be cool to like keep that homage. But I'm very excited to see Deadpool sooner than later in live action like, yeah. again.
0: Hundred percent. Um, Can't wait. I think that was most of the news uh, and we notes. Covered, we
1: covered, I think, everything we talked about before, if not more. Some of the things we brought up, I, I didn't even think about we're going to covering. So it was a good uh,
0: one of the one of the things that doesn't involve a show, uh, it's just kind of global. Netflix has suspended its services in Russia. Um, hopefully, everybody in the Ukraine, we send our our love and, and good vibes and, and everything out to Damn. everybody in the Ukraine. Russian,
1: Russian got Netflix and Pornhub uh, banned. What are they doing uh, with their free time?
0: And then there was this as well. Obviously, the absolutely stupid, ridiculous "don't say gay" bill was you know brought to the forefront in Florida. Um, where they don't want to be talking about, uh, you know, using the word gay in schools. It's absolutely dumb. Fuck Florida. Um, well, Florida's
1: the bit of America anyway.
0: Pixar employees have come out and said that Disney censors nearly every moment of overtly gay affection in their films. Quote, we at Pixar have personally witnessed beautiful stories full of diverse characters come back from Disney corporate reviews shaved down to crumbs of what they once were. It's 2022, guys. Well, we all—what we all, are we doing? We love is love. Stuff, me, like
1: Disney, it's literally it's funded founded by a man who was a terrible human being. Uh, Walt Disney was not a saint. Uh, he had good ideas in terms of making Disney, but his ideology outside of Disney was fucking dog shit. So it's not shocking that his values are still inflected in the core values. And like you just said, it's also ironic though because for as many people that would get triggered, eh, triggered by like gay stuff you would have just you'd have more people that would appreciate the fact that you're doing that and you would attract yep. more of so it. like i'm talking business wise not even like ethics you would you would market it to more people if you did something with the lgbt community like in terms of uh, more progressive i guess in a movie
0: and 100%. You
1: don't have to be, people always complain, oh, it's forced. You don't have to make it forced. If you have an organic story where a character happens to be gay, guess what? It's a good story. Character's gay. Guess what? Everyone gets what they want. Good movie. You get a gay character. You get, you, you, everyone wins. But I guess Disney doesn't want that. <laughs> I don't know what to say. And
0: it's, it's Pixar, which has produced some of the best properties that, you know, we've seen from Walt yeah, Disney you're telling Corporation.
1: You tell me Woody and Buzz aren't a little too close. Come on, now, folks. The dude's come on.
0: name is Buzz. Um, <laughs> Woody. And I mean, like, hello, you know, Kyle. Woody. Valid. uh So I mean, it's like, come on. I mean, Mike and Solly. Come on. What do we? For those doing? of
1: you in the Philadelphia area, Woody's is literally a gay bar. Yes. Which I love going to there. It's a great establishment.
0: No shame. I don't care. So I mean, like, get your shit together, Pixar. It's twenty twenty two let's figure this shit out and and stop being so caught up in the the old you know structured ways of your stupid boss who you know like dylan said had fucked up ideologies uh you know in in the world so let's figure it out but let's uh let's wrap up on a fun note dylan uh, so I saw
1: Batman to to, to wrap up Kyle's saying I saw Batman he did not. So obviously I've not seen the new Batman yet, but this is Kyle This King, is an, in right. honor of that. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> with Bob Pattinson. So we are going to have our Batman draft where Dylan and I are going to draft uh our favorite Batman. Uh and we are it'll be three Batman from live action, three Batman uh movies just the yeah. actual movie itself so it'll be six for each of us because we both agreed that our favorite animated batman is uh batman beyond and there's there's no debate there i mean will arnett is hilarious in the lego batman but uh dylan hasn't seen much of that so we eliminated that one
1: yeah uh, um, and if you're going in terms of just voice acting batman animated i think 95 percent of the human population would say kevin conroy
0: slash will Fordell.
1: it's just that's just who that's like our voice growing up. And then like yeah. you take it to all the Arkham video games, like the Batman games, that was Kevin Conroy. The Batman Animated Series, which ran from ninety two to ninety five, uh, that was Kevin Conroy. You know what I mean? Kevin Conroy has all the movies of Superman and stuff shit. That's Kevin Conroy. So yeah.
0: like- So we're gonna do our Batman draft. Uh we're gonna I'm gonna do something fun on here, Dylan. All right. Uh because this like Dylan said, this is all Live, none of us know what's going to no. happen here. I'm going to pull this up and I'm gonna have do... a hot take for,
1: for one of them. So, a hot take, a hot take, indeed, indubitably, indubitably. And so I cannot be wait until we talk about this movie because we always, usually, when both of us see a new movie, we usually text back and forth for several paragraphs discussing what we liked and disliked from a new film. So it'll be exciting to finally have that discourse with my man over here. About All right,
0: Dylan, you ready for this? This is how we're going to determine the draft order.
1: Okay. Uh oh. We're gonna spin a wheel. Um, are we doing like one-on-one? Like, do you, do you say like your number one movie and then number one Batman or like we want to, you know what I
0: mean? So we can go whatever order you want to go and you can pick your, uh, your movie first. You can pick your, your Batman first, whatever it may be, but this will determine the draft order here. So we're going to spin a wheel. Okay. For everybody just listening, uh, it's just me and Dylan's names on here. I get the first pick. Alright. So we'll remove the wheel from here. So my first pick... You guys already know where I'm going. I'm the biggest stan of all time. Give me Christian Bale. He is my goat. He is the best Batman I have seen. Uh, Those movies are unbelievable. Those are the types of just any kind of movie where it's like, if they're on, I'm parking my ass on my couch and watching them. And no matter what part of the movie it's in, like I'm just sitting down, I'm watching any of the Dark Knight Batman so, movies. So, so he's your number one Batman? He's my number one Batman, that is he's who right. I'm going with with my first pick. So Dylan, your first pick will be?
1: My first pick for Batman. Whew. Um, Kevin Conroy. No. <laughs> well, actually, yes. Michael Fassbender. To be no. To be to be completely honest, Kevin Conroy kind of has the same factor as McGuire does for people like Kyle and i's Age of the Nostalgia, and like that's our Spider-Man. Kevin Conroy is my Batman, but I'm not including him in my top three actor. I'm doing like live action actors because I think Kevin Conroy is cheating because he's had so much source material where the other ones right. haven't. They've only had movies. Like two or three, most of them, um, or one if they suck. <coughs> George okay. he will not be on my list. Uh, number one is Robert Patterson. Bob Pat. I swear, I swear, I know it's not. I, I, I thought about this. Kyle and I took the week off. I literally reflected. Um, it's not even recency bias. It's just to me, this is the most lifelike Batman I've gotten this Rob Patterson's Batman like it, like not his Bruce Wayne you'll see that it's left to be you know whatever but like his his Batman that is he his Batman is Batman that is what I see Batman as that is why I see Kevin Conroy in him I just I just like it it reminds me of my childhood reminds me of some of the adult comics I read of Batman and it's just 10 out of 10 Rob Patterson one hundred and one.
0: So my next Batman pick that I'm going to go with, uh, Michael Keaton. Hey, I
1: respect that. I, oh, oh, go Michael
0: down. Keaton. He's he's lasted the tests of time. He's coming back, which I think is is really cool. Um, he's memorable, and uh, I think he did a really good job. Michael Keaton, anything he touches, he does a really good job. Um, but I think his Batman is is up there and should be respected a lot more than i think it is. Um so my my next batman pick is going to be michael Keaton.
1: I expect that I'm my next pick i'm going christian bale. Uh, that's that's kind of obvious. Uh christian bale's a great actor by the way. I think he's the most talented out of the three guys that'll be on my list. Christian Bale's fucking phenomenal actor. He's he's incredible. He's he's great. Um his his attention to detail and his ability to transform into any character he takes on is awesome. I think he does Bruce Wayne and Batman justice. I just think that it's not exactly the Batman I envision. I, I, I saw an article recently about him and his Batman, and it made a good point. He's kind of almost like a James Bond. Um, in terms of he relies a lot on his gadgets and not so much his detective skills. And, like, the fighting feels kind of, like, too choreographed. Like, especially in the third one,
0: mm-hmm. when you
1: look, look at the takes and you see a couple of the extras randomly flying, <laughs> like, you know, like, kind of goofs. It's a goof, but, like, it's it's really choreographed where, this is not a spoiler for you, and Bob Pattinson, like, he's just beating the shit out of people. And it's just like, yeah! But he's learning how to be Batman. You know what I mean? Like, he's learning how to fight. Where Christian Bale is just badass and it's already pre-established which is fine but christian bale's batman the most notable thing is i think of heath ledger and i think of harvey dent like the two the dynamic of the two villains in the in the middle movie just just are phenomenal and that's why it's a great movie but like the first movie is forgettable to me at times i still love it and then the third one is great for the action but the plot's kind of like yeah Mm -hmm. i rewatched the third one and like there's some parts I do not like at all. Um, great trilogy, but Christian Bale, solid number two.
0: My third live-action Batman I'm going to take is Val Kilmer. He's awesome. He's just so, he's just the cool Batman. Like he is suave. He is Christian Bale is like my goat. Michael Keaton is like your somewhat like nostalgia factor for like yeah. our age demographic, and then Val Kilmer is just cool. Like when you see his Batman, you see his Batmobile. He's just cool. So I'm going Val Kilmer is my number three. Also in top. Val about. Coolmer. Val Coolmer. Uh, also a fighter pilot.
1: Uh, My number three will be Michael Keaton. Um, I like his Batman. I like the fact that he's coming back in uh, the Flashpoint movie. I like that he is, Kyle said it as well, standing a testament of time. His Batman movies are kind of slept on. They're actually pretty good. Like, Tim Burton had an interesting take on Batman. Tim Burton's a weird guy, but I like that kind of weird. And Batman Returns is actually one of those few cases, in my opinion, where the sequel is better than the original. Mm -hmm. Because you also get Christopher Walken as a bad guy. And the the, the origin of Catwoman is insane. She gets pushed out a window in that, and then Mm -hmm. dies, and then it's Catwoman. That's fucking metal. I love it. So yeah, Michael Michael, Michael Keaton, number three for Dylan.
0: Yeah. Plus, I mean, with me taking Val Kilmer, like the villains in that one movie, Jim Carrey's Riddler, like, veins. Yeah. yeah, he'll get to my veins. He was so good, and I really hope we get Jim Carrey as uh, Modoc in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, so since I went first for the movie, like, for the Batman, Dylan will go first for the movies. <sighs> Top Batman movie.
1: This is hard i want to say rob patterson but for the sake of most people's list i will still say it's go like go with your gut go with your gut <sighs> my gut still probably would go with the dark knight rises um just because we were robbed. the dark
0: knight or the dark knight rises I'm sorry, The Dark Knight. Okay.
1: With Joker and Joker and uh, with Heath Ledger and Aaron. Yeah. I think it's Aaron Eckhart, whatever. Yeah. Uh, It's just the duality of having the two villains and the fact that the one villain indirectly creates the other villain is brilliant. And that movie does not feel like a superhero movie, it feels like a crime heist kind of movie. Mm hmm. But that's also why I'm struggling, because the new Batman feels like a murder mystery movie. It does not necessarily feel like a superhero movie as well. Like like a, a crime noir movie, like a noir movie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Kyle, I'm telling you, this is by the slightest of margins. This is like 51-49. <laughs> like, but I'm going to go with a nostalgia factor, because Christian Bale was my Batman growing up, with Kevin Conroy. Those was two share the screen. So I would go, and I'm assuming... I'll let you go with your first, but I'm assuming we're gonna have a copycat here.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm going the Dark Knight as well. Um, that is like, not only is it one of my favorite, not only is it my favorite Batman movie, movie, it's one of my top ten favorite movies of all time. The opening, um, the opening bank heist scene. Mwah. Ugh, veins. Like the quotability of that movie is so great. It is rewatchable time and time again. Um, and Heath Ledger put on one of the best performances as a villain in any comic book movie so The Dark Knight stands the test of time for me and will f- more than likely forever be my number 1 Batman movie my uh, change for
1: me uh my number 2 I kind of already hinted at it uh it's The New The, the Batman, Batman. Um, it's i got got to kind of talk cryptically here. because It's everything you want. You see more Detective Batman. You get to see year year two or year one. I forget what year it is. It's brand new Batman. He's learning. He's taking hits. He's learning how to fight. Uh, we get to see Catwoman. Um, let me tell you, whether you're a guy or a girl, it's never a bad thing to see Catwoman because generally speaking, historically speaking, they have picked some beautiful women to portray um, that, that character, and they did not disappoint once again. Uh, that's me getting a little sidetracked, but no. But the movie is incredible. Uh, the villains are incredible. Kyle mentioned the Riddler early, earlier, and uh, this Riddler is in some ways better than what Jim Carrey brought to us, and a different take on it, and I like it. And then Colin Farrell's Penguin. If I didn't tell you it was Colin Farrell, you'd have no fucking clue. The, the dude transformed. He pulled some Christian Bale shit and transformed into another man. And you you got to love it. And the actor they have is Jim Gordon. Because Gary Oldman is my and Kyle's dude. We talk about him all the time. And for someone else to step into the limelight and make me convinced they are just as good as James Gordon, 10 out of 10.
0: Yeah, 100%. Um, Number two. This is number two for me. Um, So... I think I'm going to go a little off the cuff here. Uh-oh. It's not exactly a... Hey, it's your take, man. It's your opinion. It's not exactly a live-action Batman movie, but it's a Batman movie, and I oh, think it should be discussed... Cheater! ...in all aspects of Batman movies. Go for it. It's a killing joke. Okay, well,
1: Kyle... Yeah, I gotta redo my list now. No, but no, he's right. He's, that's a good. I think that that Joker is that Mark Hamill or Troy Baker?
0: I think it's Mark Hamill.
1: Okay, Troy Baker is a good voice to evoke. That is, we should
0: we should watch that for the pod, um, because it's on Netflix. The Killing Joke. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I've seen that. Uh, the Oracle scene haunts me.
0: It's been a while since I've watched it, but poor. Barbara. Yeah, it's Kevin Conroy, Mark Hamill, Tara Strong, Ray Wise, loaded cast.
1: Poor. Poor, poor Barbara. Sucks to be her. That's all I gotta so say. I'm now.
0: going to go with the killing joke good, for my number well, two, Batman.
1: I, I like that, Kyle. That's that's good. That's I can't even I not add to that. I'm just gonna go with my I'm gonna say my number three. So you're number three. <laughs> I'm not gonna copy Kyle, but I really would because I didn't even think about that. I'm leading live action out of the win, or out the window. Um, I will give Michael Keaton some omniage. Uh, my number three would be Batman Returns. Yeah. That movie's wacky. It's definitely Tim, up Tim Burton's alley. Do not hate the Keaton bat suit. is different. Um, yes. Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman's awesome. And then Christopher Walken as whatever his bad guy's name is—I fucking forget—is interesting as well. Mm-hmm. And it's just—it's 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 just different, you know. It's Tim Burton Batman. It's, yeah. it's
0: different. Tim Burton Batman's awesome. Like that was like on the teeter totter of my number three. Um but I knew you were gonna pick that so I'm gonna go with my other teeter totter and that's gonna be Batman Forever, which is Val Kilmer, it's Jim Carrey, it's Nicole Kidman, um just a, a loaded cast with that one. Um I'm gonna pull up that full cast actually just because it is unreal who was in that movie. Um let me see here. Val Kilmer Batman Forever.
1: Oh, I just want to mention I didn't mention obviously Dan Devito's in, <laughs> as the Penguin in that is incredible.
0: Yeah, Drew Barrymore is in this movie. Uh, yeah. Tommy Lee Jones is Two Face. Um, Michael Goh is Alfred was great. Um, John Favreau is in that movie. Oh my God, um, he is. You're right. You know, it's just a, it's an awesome movie. It doesn't get enough love. It's got a 5.4 out of 10 on IMDb and 39% on Rotten Tomatoes, and I think a lot of that stems just from the villains being better than Val Kilmer was as Batman, which the villains got to play too. If the villains don't play in a Batman movie, what are we talking about? Um, well,
1: what's a, it's the thing in ages old time now? Like you have to have a strong relatable villain or somewhat
0: relatable villain to make a good show or movie. And seeing Jim Carrey portray a villain and the start of like his villain arc was really, really cool. Yeah. Um, so batman forever gets my number three spot so to recap our batman draft i went christian bale michael keaton val kilmer dylan went bob pattinson christian bale michael keaton uh and then for the movies i went the dark knight the killing joke and batman forever and dylan went the dark knight the batman the new the new one that's in theaters and then batman returns which Batman returns is like right there for me as well. Yeah. Um and hopefully I'll see the Batman this weekend to, you know, potentially yes. give the updated Join rankings, in. but uh we'll post a graphic of this on social and let the discourse overtake everybody's brains and yell at us um for our Batman draft, but Just want
1: to say if we were doing if I were doing more not live action, Kevin Conroy would be number 1 for me. Batman's.
0: Yeah, Kevin Conroy would be in there. I would even give a little bit of a a hat tip to Will Arnett. I think he does a great job with the Lego Batman. Uh, And I'm intrigued to see how Keanu Reeves portrays Batman uh, (laughs) voice acting wise. So that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, But that's our Batman draft in in honor of the Batman hitting theaters. And it'll be on HBO Max next month. So that'll be a lot of fun as well. That's when we'll do our official uh, score rating once it hits streaming platform. Because that's the whole name of the game. On streamer season, uh, but that's all we got for you guys. Loaded show today, had a lot of fun breaking down everything. Um, next week, Dylan, I'm thinking next week for the people. Uh, my dad watched it; he's absolutely enjoyed. It. I think he's watched it twice now. Uh, we might do. Uh, we should do a free guy review.
1: It's funny. I'm actually watching it this weekend.
0: So I, I was going to plan on watching it soon. Uh, it's on Disney Plus and HBO Max now so uh, next week we'll have a free guy review and um, you know whatever the hell else pops up in the streaming platform multiverse news and notes plus by next week Dylan by the time we record all of the Netflix Marvel shows will be now Disney plus Marvel shows yes sir Um, very excited so I can get started on my Punisher binge oh, and yeah. everything else in between from the Netflix Marvel universe that will now be MCU canon, which is very exciting but be sure to follow us on the socials at SZN, Recommend us things. Give us your Batman draft uh, when we post the graphic for you guys. At StreamerSZN on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, Follow duh. Dylan. I would
1: recommend Chernobyl by two people now.
0: I did get Chernobyl, and I got uh, that we should watch the Fresh Prince show on Peacock. Oh,
1: yeah, it's, it's called Bel Air, right?
0: Yeah. I, I heard it's worth watching. Um, no. and I guess with our, our Philadelphia born and raised ties we should uh at least give it a whirl um yeah. i know that the the creator of the show and the main actor who's playing will smith uh rang the bell at a sixers game last week so they're getting their their due um but follow us at streamer szn on twitter and instagram follow dylan on twitter at dylan mazzola follow me at kbizzl 311 check out the website underground for all of our written content Subscribe to the podcast feeds, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews. Let us know what you want to see us watch, show recommendations, movie recommendations, your thoughts on the Obi-Wan trailer, the Moon Knight featurette, our Batman draft, the Netflix Marvel crossing over to Disney+, and more than likely now being MCU canon, and any of the news and notes we talked about throughout the streaming platform multiverse. Leave it in the podcast reviews. We'll read them on the show. Uh, But five stars only because we have standards. We know you do, too, and we know they're five stars. Plus, subscribe to the YouTube channel. We are 28 subscribers away from a hundo, which means full video episodes of streamer season and all your favorite podcasts on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network on YouTube once we hit 100 subscribers. And a big thank you to our sponsors who make this show happen. Tomahawk Shades. Go to TomahawkShades.com. Use promo code USP for 25% off at checkout. Uh, Big things coming in the spring and the summer. They didn't even bring it up mid-show, though, Dylan. Uh, We have a big, massive event one month from today as we record this and as you listen to this. April 10th, Sunday, Masters Sunday. If you're in the South Jersey, Vineland, Cumberland County area, come on out to the Double Eagle Saloon. We are going to have a live watch-along of Masters Sunday from the Double Eagle. Our two Dang. hosts, Stephen McAvoy, John Mavalia from the Get in the Hole podcast are coming down from Long Island to uh, you know do a live watch-along. And then Monday, April 11th, the grand reopening of Eastland Golf Course is going down, red ribbon cutting. We're playing the course, we're filming all the holes, giving you, court, you know, hole-by-hole breakdown, and apparently a newly inducted NFL Hall of Famer is going to be in the building, one dick for meal. Uh, so you don't want to miss that. So come on out, be a friend, tell a friend. Eastland Country Club, Eastland Golf Course on April 10th at the Double Eagle Saloon, April 11th at the Golf Course. Be there. You don't want to miss. We're going to be doing live podcasts, whole bunch of stuff. I'm very excited for this event. Uh, we're a month away. So be sure to head out there wearing your tomahawk shades. Promo code USP for 25% off at checkout. Kenwood nice. Beer. Go to kenwoodbeer.com. Use the Kenny tracker to see who's got Kenwood Beer on tap in the Philadelphia area. You got to be 21 or older to do so. And of course, please drink responsibly. And our new pals over at Bino Board. You guys can go to BinoBoard.com. It's going to be the next big craze of tabletop games in the office, in your man cave, tailgating, all that good stuff. Bino Board.com. And when you go to check out with everything in your cart. Use our code Binho USP. that's B-I-N-H-O-U-S-P. You get 10% off your order at BINHOBOARD.com. Go support them. They just hopped on board with us, and uh, I can't tell you guys how excited Dylan and I are for this partnership. It's going to be huge. I'm trying it. to take this thing to the moon, and uh, hopefully you know, we'll have a, a board with the streamer season logo on it. That'd be pretty sweet. Um, So go to BinoBoard.com. Promo code BinoUSP for 10% off at BinoBoard.com. I'm with it. That's all we got for you guys. This has been another episode of Streamer Season, the exclusive streaming platform TV and movie podcast on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. For Dylan, I'm KB. And until next week, keep on streaming. Peace.